You remember when uh, Roll Up the Rim used to be a big deal? I think it was back in the day when Tim Hortons used to be a big deal. But now, you know, Tim Hortons is owned by a Brazilian parent company. And it seems like, uh, you know, most of us look at it and think, really, it's not what it used to be. Unfortunately for all the franchisees who were, you know, Canadian that bought into Tim Hortons and made it what it is, supporting the community. Um, Jeremy McDougall. It lives in Hamilton, or in London, rather. And you know that we're being broadcast not only in Toronto at 640 Toronto, but also in Hamilton at 900 CHML and in London at 980 CFPL. He reached out to uh, our station in London to uh, let them make them aware of this tweet that he sent out to Justin Bieber, Canadian, right? Also does work with Tim Hortons. He said, don't let these people represent you or Canada. This is outrageous. What a giant letdown. There are so many, there are many others who got the same message. Hashtag boycott Tim Hortons at Tim Hortons at American Express, yada, 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 goes on and on and on. And it is a um, screenshot of congrats, Jeremy McDougall. You rolled a $10,000 American Express prepaid card. Thank you for being a valued Tim Horton guest. Reaching out to share with you that there was a technical error. And, well, apparently he's not getting the $10,000. But uh, earlier this morning, Devin Peacock of The Morning Show on 980 CFPL, after his show, got a hold of um, Mr. McDougal and asked him to tell his stories. Here's what he had to say. Apparently, I'll, I'll start off with this, Dave. Uh, they, he had two cups of coffee. And so he's going to talk about the first cup and then the second cup and the roll-up-the-rim experience. Have a listen. Uh, the first roll was a free coffee. I thought, what a great way to start the day. And the next one was a screenshot. I took a screenshot of a $10,000 winner for an American Express prepaid card. So you can imagine I was pretty excited. I guess. He goes on to talk about a little bit more about it. Then we went back to the store and uh, I questioned the manager. I said, is this what I think it is? Did I win $10,000? She said, yes, that looks like a big winner. Congratulations. They all clapped their hands and we screamed out, woo! And we left the store because it said on the uh, the app itself that I would get an email verification. Uh, so that's what we waited for. And uh, so Monday morning at 1025 when we got our rolls and I didn't hear back from them until um, yesterday afternoon, which is a Tuesday, uh, it would have been about 5.30 p.m. or so by the time I got the email saying that, oh, sorry about your luck, but you only actually get a $50 card. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, sorry about your luck. This is a guy who went from a wooer to, well, boo, as far as the Tim Hortons is concerned. He said, you know, I, I, I was supposed to receive an email confirming everything, but this is the email I got instead. It's on Twitter, and it goes on, and yada, yada, yada. They say basically... Oh, we'll give you $50. They sent a code for $50. He said, I sent it back. They owe me what I won. Do they? Here to talk about it, Michael Cochran, who is partner with BT Law and is an expert in the area of lottery law. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Michael. Oh, thanks for having me. Michael, this story is not great as far as PR goes for Tim Hortons, because apparently uh, Mr. McDougall isn't the only one to think he won $10,000 and then be told, well, we made a mistake. There was a glitch online, so we'll give you 50. Is there any legal recourse for these contestants? Uh, There may be. Um, One thing that people need to be aware of when they enter these uh, contests is, first, they're giving away a lot of personal information when they download the app. You know, it's sort of like when you want to buy a ticket through Ticketmaster now, or you want to get a a Blue Jay uh, baseball ticket, you have to go through these apps to be able to um, be in a business relationship with people. And you're giving away a lot of personal information when you do it. 
in these contests, you're also agreeing to a set of rules. And if you actually take a look at the uh, fine print or the rules and regulations for uh, uh, Tim Horton's Roll Up the Rim, it's about 10 or 15 pages long of uh, fine print. And Could the uh, average person be decipher what's going on in that fine print? Uh, if you read it closely, I think you'd get the gist of it. But uh, honestly, it's a good way to fall asleep because uh, <laughs> when you're halfway through, it is telling you, for example, how many uh, point cards are being given out, uh, right. what, what happens if you get a point card, how many cars are being given, what happens if you get a car, if you win a trip, what happens if you win the trip, what if you use the ATV that you win and you get injured, you know, and all kinds of releases all the way through. Mm-hmm. So it's very detailed, but um, they do obviously contemplate, like a lot of uh, lotteries these days, the problem of a computer glitch or of a uh, an error on the Internet. And I, I scrolled through, uh, please don't do it yourself, <laughs> I scrolled through the, the rules and regulations, and they have a paragraph in there that says, uh, if due to printing, production, online, Internet, computer, or other error, a valid prize is revealed, making the number of valid prizes claims greater than the number of prizes available, then the rules don't apply. So basically, they have a very big out where they can say, if there's a technological problem, we don't have to uh, to honor it. So apparently, in this case, uh, Tim Hortons is saying well, we had this uh, mm. technical error, and uh, we're going to re- they're going to now presumably rely on this clause. Now, what's interesting about the clause, and and I think Jeremy probably wants to take a look at this. Yeah, is they do have a category that's called an erroneous notification. And that seems to be what he got, is an erroneous notification, because the way this is actually supposed to work... Some people would call it something else, but yeah. Yeah, (laughs) we're on radio. (laughs) Um, So uh, the way this contest is supposed to work for the uh, prepaid American Express cards is that there are 35 of them available in the contest. And the odds of winning one of them depends on the number of eligible entries on a particular day. So what should have happened, I think, for Jeremy, is that his uh, roll-up-the-rim success should have qualified him in that day as one of the eligible entries. And then at the end of the day, they'd say, how many eligible entries have we had? And then they'd pick a winner. In this case, instead of doing entering him in the as as an eligible uh, winner, they gave him the prize. So right. uh, and apparently a couple other people as well. Yeah. So interestingly, on that, uh, because I also um, am a bit of an expert on class actions, um, the rules and regulations that you agree to when you enter these contests, you agree to not participate in a class action about this. So if all really, these, yeah, if all these people got together and said we all want to claim. Uh, our prizes as a group, which you know would be a fair way of doing it, uh, mm-hmm. they have uh, they have opted out. Now, the one interesting thing I, I, I think about uh, Jeremy's situation is that there is a provision in the rules and regulations that says that um, in the event, and I'm paraphrasing here, in the event um, there is this kind of problem, uh, and they have apparently put themselves in a position where they're they're giving away more prizes than they actually agreed to give away, they're going to have the equivalent of kind of a runoff 
and an extra draw after all the um, prizes have been given away and the contest is over. So there might be something there, but you know that's a bit of a long shot. That's just basically saying, hey, we'll right. give you another, we'll give you another chance. Michael, uh, I don't have a ton of time left, but I do want to get to this. So he says he doesn't want the fifty dollar gift card they offered him. He sent back the code. Do you think he could hold out for a longer, a larger compensation now that it's out there in the media because it's now PR? Yeah, I would say PR or not. Uh, reading this uh, notification that he got, they told him he won. And yeah. um, just saying it's a technical error isn't, uh, you know, it's not presuming to overcome the notification that he won. I wish there were a couple more zeros on it because then it would be, you know, worthwhile pursuing uh, legally. It's it's within small claims court jurisdiction. Uh, now, he has agreed not to sue according to these rules, but... Um, I think there's there's something here, and I think you should pursue it. Listen, I want to thank you for walking us through this, uh, Michael. It's nice that you got to do the boring legwork for us, and we just <laughs> get the, you know, we get the ability to understand what's happening with these contests. Thank you so much, Michael. Oh, thanks for the invite. Have a great day, Michael Cochran, partner with BT Law.